Welcome everyone to Business Growth on Purpose. My name is Jose Palomino. I'm CEO of Value Prop Interactive. And it is my great pleasure every week to be interviewing experts from around the world, owners of other B2B businesses, and sometimes just sharing some of my personal insights from decades of helping businesses grow on purpose. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Jose Palomino, CEO of Value Prop and your host on Business Growth on Purpose. And today's guest is Javon Wooden. And Javon is a powerful coach, consultant, mentor on the area of leadership, of personal branding, of really showing up with your best self to drive new performance, to help your organization mature and grow. Some really exciting things in talking to Javon, as I'm sure you'll find if you join us right now. Welcome, Javon, to Business Growth on Purpose. Hey, thanks for having me, Jose. How are you? I'm I'm doing great, man. I'm looking forward to this conversation here. But just, again, for our audience to give them a little bit of context, if you could just tell us a little bit about what you do and who you do it for primarily. Absolutely. Well, I'm Javon Wooden, CEO of Bright Mind Consulting Group, where we help service business increase clarity, confidence, and cash flow while having more time to do what they love. Um, so we really do that by looking at their brand holistically or their business holistically. So we focus on the profits, the bottom line, not just revenue. Uh, so we want you to generate more of that so you can build a sustainable business while also having more time to do what you love. Wow. Because maybe you want to have a life outside the office, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all about designing a life and business. You don't need a vacation for it. So service provider would be what? Attorney, CPA, consultant, that kind of folk? Absolutely. Coaches, consultants, authors, speakers, lawyers, personal trainers, you name them. Okay. So so as a lot of the longtime listeners of our show know, we we focus not exclusively, but heavily into people who are running, let's say, B2B companies, right? But, you know, and, and usually in the small to mid market. So, you know, anywhere from like five to $20 million, you know, they're not public companies. They're not necessarily VC backed or anything. And they're bread and butter businesses, right? So one of the things that's interesting and looking at preparing for this interview, I, I really was wanting to explore this with you, Javon, this, this idea of personal branding. So I could see where a coach needs to work on their brand because they often are the thing they're selling is themselves. Right. right. But what about in a situation where somebody's running a business that it isn't really the name, right? It might not even be named by the owner. The owner may have bought the company or something. How important is it for that leader to be known as some sort of brand in their space? I mean, what, what, why does that even matter? After all, it's, it's the business making the widgets for you. So what does it matter that the, owners involved or, or why did it have to show up on a platform at all? Absolutely. Personal branding is paramount, actually, right? You may be running an organization, but people are looking to you. And when I say people, that is your clients, your prospects, your employees, right? Everyone's looking at you as the leader, right? So if your brand is not aligning with what the, the vision of the organization is, you're going to eventually stifle the growth of that company, right? We see it all the time, right? There's there's these bad boy CEOs, right? Not to talk about anyone, but one may run uh, Twitter, right? And sometimes people leave these organizations because it doesn't align with their values. People are more inclined to invest with, 
brands that have a social cause, right? Align with their personal values and, and the like. So if you don't have that, their chances are they're not going to do business with you. And if you have a client who already is, they're probably looking at that exit strategy because you that personal brand doesn't align. So it's super important that you convey who you are as a person, um, as well as who that business is as a brand. Okay. So, all right. So let's, let's unpack that a little bit. So I sell, I don't know, I sell steel rods. I mean, it's pretty, you know, it's like not very sexy, not very, <laughs> you know, it doesn't necessarily have um, much of a, of, of a, of a kind of a, uh, I guess you call it a social dynamic or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for in that situation, or, or you have an owner that says, listen, I don't, I don't want to get into the whole, you know, political, social world. I, I like to stay agnostic on that. Is there still room for a brand to mean something, a personal brand to be relevant there for that CEO owner who doesn't want to get into the day-to-day? So I don't look, I'm not interested in being in the papers that way. I don't want to be known as that guy. But so should, should I be should I be invisible or should I show up with something else? Right. Well, you show up as you are, right? A brand is how people perceive you, right? Um, you shouldn't have to, your reputation precedes you, right? So if if I know you're the CEO of an organization, right? I don't have to know everything about you, but if you had a quote, right? Everything snippets these days. So if you had a video interview, if you had a quote, if you did a, a seed round, if you had uh, just purchased or did an M&A or any of these things, I'm looking at that if I'm looking to do business with you, right? At least if I'm a prudent business owner, I am, right? right. So I'm looking at all those things. So that that means I'm not looking at just at the company I'm doing business with. I'm looking at you. So your personal brand, really, whether you like it or not, is tied to that business and how it's going to do. Whether you are the, the leader who doesn't say much or you the big boisterous leader, right? So people are looking at you regardless. If you think about stocks, right? People look at the board. I know a lot of your, your viewers, they, they aren't at that level or they don't want to be. But if you look at this, Right. What is the first thing that people look at? If you ask an investor, Warren Buffett, you know, who are the leaders? Who is the board of advisors, the board of directors? Right. That's because he's looking at their brand. What have they done to say they're going to put me in the right position as an investor, as a client, as a customer, as an employee? Right. That's why it's super important to really think about your personal brand, no matter what, because you're always selling whether you like to or not. Well, it's interesting. I, I was uh working one of my clients i'm working with they they help companies of a certain type of company procure a certain kind of service mm-hmm. so they're like kind of advisors on the procurement process and they describe their process to me one of the things they described this is at some point they do interviews with the finalist let's say they, their client is down to like three vendors they're looking at and i said wow they've gone through like six months of due diligence of rfps rfis all that stuff and i said how much impact does the personal interview towards the end of this process actually have on a decision? Isn't everything in black and white already in the RFP and, and everything? And I said, boy, we've seen, we've seen many deals switch based on that personal interview, how the people showed up. And the question people ask is, okay, are you just a sales rep or are you somebody that's going to actually be giving us value ongoing? Because I need to know, are you representative of the value we're going to get? So that really resonates with me, uh, Javon, as far as how that brand, how you show up really matters, even in this day and age of AI based selections and, you know, (laughs) everything is the robots are in charge. It's still a people business still. Maybe that will change in 10 years. But right now it's still people, right? People still matter. 
Yeah, I think I think relationships are always going to be needed, right? Whether you have AI or not, there's always a human component because AI can't tap into the emotions, right? And AI only knows what we feed it, right? It doesn't really know if you think about it, right? It's just learning and thinking that this is what we wanted to give it. But from the human element, right? We can feel emotions. If if someone switches in their seats, we can read their body language. AI, it's not. It's not that, right? If you type chat GBT, hey, the person just did this. What do I do? They're going to be like, hey, well, I'm AI. You know, I can give you some ideas, but I don't know because I'm not human. I don't have a heart. I can't do it. Right? So, so that's always going to be important. And that's where a lot of businesses fail is the fact that they're looking for transactions versus the relationships. And that's where the personal brand comes in. Like I said earlier, the brand is how people perceive you, Right. So if, if I don't need to say that I'm a, this person after my brand gets out there, once people become aware and my visibility of my brand is out there. So you really want to make sure that you're you're careful in what you want to be known for. Right. If, if I'm a CEO and like I said, you're, you're kind of behind the scenes type of thing, that's fine. But don't be out there doing crazy things or saying crazy things and expect that someone's not going to be recording it. Right. So right. everything we do, we should be thinking about it needs to align with our brands and our brands. Uh, our goals need to align with that brand um, and what we want to be known for. And that's why it's super important to make sure you're establishing that. Right. Because I can't I mean, especially let's say my brand is uh, we're to, I'll use your exact example. Uh, we believe in stability and being dependable. And then I go off and I'm in the news doing something crazy. That's inconsistent. Right. And people, and, and people, you know, it's not hard to find that information anymore. It's not like maybe they won't read it. No, they'll read it. <laughs> in fact, it's been turned into a meme already. So yeah. <laughs> um, now the, the other thing you alluded to, and I, I think it's worth exploring is how that shows up inside an organization. So let's say, you know, uh, even a small business could have 50 employees, 100 employees, something like that. How, how, how would you advise a leadership team to think about personal branding in the context of inside their company? Absolutely. I mean, right now, you know, like I said earlier, people are joining for a cause, Right. People in, in, in a book, Jim, uh, good to great Jim Collins talks about level five leadership. Right. How they put in place more of for the company versus for themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. And how they're making decisions based on one fact. Like what can we be great at versus what can we just get by on? Right. And that's what you want to think about as a leader within your company. You know, I want people. Right. I want people first and then I get the direction because you want those people to believe in what you're doing. Right. Believe in the leader, right? Being you, your personal brand, what you stand for and all that other stuff. And you also need them to be conveying on the same sheet of music. So if someone works for my organization, I want them to be able to say the values, right? What it means to them in their own words, not what I sold them or what I shared to them, but in their own words. And then I want them to evangelize why we're awesome, right? And in order to do that, they need to be all the way top down, right? What I said needs to resonate with the managers, need to resonate with the, the second tier, need to resonate all the way down to the ground floor. Um, and if it doesn't, you're going to have a disjointed organization. You may be doing okay, but eventually it's going to hit the fan, right? And we know what hits the fan, right? So yeah. eventually that's going to happen because you're going to start having high turnover rates. You're going to start losing your A players. You're going to start having people taking your, your uh, market share because once they don't believe and they realize that you're the problem, now they know that they can either start their own company or join someone else 
and say, okay, I learned that this is their weakness, right? Let me take it on because the leader is not strong. He doesn't have a strong brand. No one believes in what he's talking about here. Everyone, we can parse these A players from really easily because they're talking about him behind his back, right? Or her back, right? Those are the things that we need to think about. So you want to be transparent. You want to have a story. I believe in storytelling as a leader, right? You want to make sure you're sharing stories that resonate, right? If you have the right people, you don't need to motivate, but you need to inspire, right? Influence and inspire them. So you want to make sure that your personal brand, you're sharing who you are, literally, like share some personal things about yourself. Don't be afraid to get in the weeds. How did you get to that point? You know, why are you passionate about when you started this organization or being in the CEO position? You know, those types of things really help to drive someone else so they can see themselves, you know, pushing it further so they can believe in the causes of the organization. And that all ties to your personal brand. Wow. Well, I love the quote is it's, it's the, the, the need to inspire. You said inspire versus motivate. Is that yeah, the you don't need to motivate the right people. You need to inspire and influence. Okay. Because if you're working with people that you need to work hard to just get them to do their job, they may not be the right people. Is like that... the right, they're not the right fit. <laughs> okay. Right? Or yeah, you're but... not the right fit. <laughs> right. So something, there's a disconnect, right? They're either, yeah, they could be a good person in the wrong role, which absolutely. happens a lot. Right. So you're asking somebody, you're asking, I had a mentor told me, um, he said, never ask a bear to be a ballerina. Right. <laughs> I love that. He said, it's entertaining, but it's not effective. Okay. So it's, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> so, you know, and I, and I've always used that. And I've many times in my practice working with owners, letting them know, I said, I think you got a bear trying to be a ballerina. And so you're frustrated with, they can't, they can't, they can't execute that dance move because they're too big or they're the wrong fit. And they're frustrated because they're being asked to do something that's not good for them. So that's the motivate part. But even if you have good people who that want to work, that are eager to do the thing, you want to inspire them to think beyond their own needs, but to think of like the organizational goals and so on. Exactly. But such a big part of that, Javon, would be um, consistency. In other words, you can't just put that on a plaque over the cafeteria entrance and say, you know, like, you know, aspire to greatness or some other thing like that. No. And then if you're not living it, right. So it really is, you got to walk the walk. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what we're talking about here, right? Your brand is you walk in the walk, right? And when I said earlier, your brand precedes you, it's because people saw what you were doing, right? Or your brand could be negatively perceived because you aren't doing that, mm. right? So it's really about what do you want to be known for? And you got to ask yourself that tough question. What do I want to be known for? And then take it a step further. Answer why. Right. Yeah, I had a long ago, I had a client that had a sales team that wasn't stepping up and performing. So so can you help us diagnose this? It turned out that there was a family member as the head of sales who basically never missed a golf date on Wednesday afternoon and Friday and so on. But the owner wanted to know why the sales reps weren't working harder. And I was saying, well, because their leadership is modeling what's acceptable, right? Or what, you know, how important it is to them. So you got to fix that because it's inconsistency. Absolutely. I mean, and it, it, it can't be do as I say, not as I do. Right. right. If, that's, if that's the brand of, of you and what you want to convey to your team, you're not going to last long. Right. right. You're not going to last long. And then you can't come back and be like, oh, why didn't you do this? Well, you weren't leading. Right. You didn't expire or influence. Right. You did the exact opposite. <laughs> right. Well, it's interesting. It's like it's like a parent that that that's cursing a blue streak and then they hear their child 
use bad language and they could try to correct the child. They like, right. Wait. <laughs> right. You, you told me to do it. You showed me that. Right? You showed it to me. You no, modeled it. Right. Yeah. Perfectly. Wow. 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 So let me, let me ask this question. So let's say, you know, somebody listening to this is saying, well, look, this all sounds well and good. I hear you inspire. Those are pretty high bar. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm just like a guy or a gal who runs a business. How am I going to inspire? And, I, and you know, we're doing okay, but I'm not going to get written about in Fortune magazine or anything like that. So I'm not, I'm not Warren Buffett or Bill Gates or any of these guys, right? So what opportunity does somebody, let's say a regular person in a regular company running, you know, a regular team of 30, 40, 50, how am I going to inspire people? Because I don't, I don't really see myself that way. Absolutely. And this is a great question, Jose. And I want to say most prolific leaders won't call themselves prolific leaders, right? I want to say that most people will, most great leaders will give the credit to their team or someone else. And this is why I like this question, right? The people who are saying this, you got to ask yourself, all right, be real with yourself. Don't just be humble, right? All the time. Ask yourself, what do I do right? Right? What do I do right? Does my team see me doing right? Right? Am I am I rewarding people in the way they want to be rewarded? Right? Do, do we stand for something? Right? And am I conveying all of this stuff with my brand, since that's what we're talking about here? And then ask yourself this, have I told them why this is important to me? Have I told them what this means for us to be doing what we're doing in this organization? What it means for us to take the next step? What it means for us to accomplish these goals? And then you start there. If you have not done that, you can start right there, the foundational level. And that's what it's really about because like we said earlier, it's not about telling them. It's not about having those grandiose speeches. It's about what you're doing. But you also have to make sure that you let them know that you see them doing what they do. And that's the first step to a great leader, right? We said that earlier, if you had the right people, you don't need to motivate. But to inspire and influence could be as simple as saying, hey, good job today. Hey, I appreciate you. Hey, here's lunch on me. Hmm. So you just need to find out what the what the uh, the inspiration is for those people. Have a personal conversation. Find out if they have kids. Ask them why they want to join the organization. What does it mean for them to be in the marketing department? You know, what kind of ideas do they have? Get them engaged, right? So then they can evangelize, like we were talking about earlier. And next thing you know, people are going to be wanting to work just because you did that, just because you showed that you were human and that you cared. And that's inspiring and inspirational in itself. Wow. And that cost exactly zero cents to do. I mean, it's exactly not, zero <laughs> you know, it's right. Just, the, the most impactful things typically don't, you know? Right. No. And I love the, you know, in fact, I was way earlier in my career, I was doing software development for a company and the, the owner, his name was Don, ran a distribution company. And so I would be, this is the day and age where you do the development on site. So I was on site for days at a time. And, I, and at the end of the day, because, of course, I'm doing development, so I'm working late, right? So at the end of the day, people are going home. Don would come out of his office and make a point. And I just started observing this. I said, wow. He made a point, even like the clerical person. He'd say, Audrey, thanks for a great day today. You really helped us out today. Just a little thing. like, And, and that really impressed me. I mean, I was a long time ago, but it's still, I remember vividly how he made people. And I could see how they felt. They felt appreciated. What a radical thought. They felt like a human being. So I, I really, uh, I, Javon, I really appreciate you bringing that to the surface because it's 
it's easy to do, but it's also easy to forget to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's very easy because you have so many things going on, especially if you're leading an organization. But uh, one of the talks I give is actually on this very subject, right? Using storytelling to influence, influence and inspire. And I start with the quote, Maya Angelou, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And that's what this is about. Um, and it ties into your personal brand beautifully, right? If you're doing those things as a leader, they're going to feel like you really made them matter, right? And that's what this is all about. If you're making people feel like crap, they're not going to be around for long or right. they're just not going to perform well, right? So you really need to, you need, you need well, to look at the people who <laughs> will endure that are because mm -hmm. they're not that good and they don't have many options. So they just, yeah. they, they or, think, or, or I'm sorry to cut you off, Jose, yeah, but no. they, they also may feel like they just don't deserve more. Right. You may have tapped into the lack of self-esteem or self-confidence, and now you're yeah. making them worse. Right. Is right. that what you want to be known for, for beating people down who are already down? Or do you want to be known for uplifting and getting the most out of your people? Wow. Well, this is powerful. We could keep going on this, Giovanna, but <laughs> but but, but we're, we're we're at time right now. And I just I'm so thankful that you stopped by uh, Business Growth on Purpose to share some of these thoughts. I think anybody listening to this could really just applying some of these principles just off of this conversation, I think could be very game changing. So I'd ask anybody listening to ask yourself if any of these things apply to you, like, you know, who you are and you know, if you need to start doing this, but if somebody listening wanted to know more about you, Javon, and what you do and how you help people, where should they go uh, to find out more and to maybe make contact with you? Absolutely. I would love to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn. Don't just hit the follow. Make sure you connect with me. Hit those three ellipses to the right and hit that connect button. And I would love for you to send me a message. Just let me know what you thought. Okay. So Javon Wooden, we'll have the link to your LinkedIn profile on the show notes as well. But if you're listening, you can find him on LinkedIn. Javon, thank you so much for stopping by Business Growth on Purpose. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Jose. And it's been an honor. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Growth on Purpose. If you like the show, hit subscribe and leave us a review to help other people find the podcast. And if you're ready to take the next step in driving intentional growth for your business, come check out what we're doing at valueprop.com. We've developed industry-leading programs and systems to help B2B owners take control of their growth. Until then, thanks for listening to another episode of Business Growth on Purpose.